How is everybody doing this morning? I hope everybody's having a great day. I'm having a very, very good morning so far. Um, kind of startling. A few things that were a little... Uh, Crystal sent me a video this morning that was just blew me away that I am still trying to get over. I'll probably talk about it at a different time. Uh, and I also watched a video by 60 Minutes that I wanted to let everybody know I will be doing another live video. Uh, we're going to go from about 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Then I got some client stuff I got to do, but then I'm going to be doing a completely separate live video at 11 o'clock uh, going over a video I saw by 60 Minutes. Uh, and it's crazy. But today, right now, there is a young lady known as Sierra Ann. I did actually, uh, one of the people I did a TikTok, I, I did a, uh, was, that was in the TikToks I, I did yesterday. And somebody in the chat told me that she did a thing where she went, uh, she went uh, a month without eating fast food. And I just thought it would be an interesting, uh, an interesting uh, video to, to go with, uh, to, to try to, uh, uh, in, in fact, see how she did. I have not watched this video at all, uh, but I wanna say first and foremost, I will probably give my advice to this young lady. I will probably say what I think she did well and what I think she could work on. Sierra, if you are watching this, please do, uh, please do let me know, or if you do watch this, please reach out uh, and you can reach me at the MFing COO on either Twitter or on Instagram. None of this is meant in any way to uh, be negative I truly, uh, I mean, even just off the title that uh, you stopped eating fast food for 30 days, it's effort and I applaud that. Um, so <clears throat> I'm very much looking forward to watching this video. I'm gonna say hi to everybody really quick. I'm gonna remind everybody that we still have just a few slots available for our specials for New Year's. Uh, we have a three month special, we have a month to month special, but you can also still get no morbidity. We are doing our very best to keep it in stock uh, and it hopefully will be back in stock at, uh, at Tiger Fitness here relatively shortly for those of you that need, it to, need to order it from there for other places. Um, and then I also wanted to uh, inform everybody <clears throat> that, hang on, let me see if I can, let me see if I can find it. Well, I wanted to let everybody know that we are going to be doing that Lindsay with an A, Tiffany and uh, uh, Julian and I are going to they're going to walk me through the crazy happenings of a girl world uh, with the whole sun, kind of YouTube subculture surrounding uh, Amberlynn Reed, Foodie Beauty, and a bunch of other fucking crazy people. So they're going to be kind of guiding me through. We're going to be doing that uh, on Saturday at, I believe, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And it's going to be an interesting time because I'm not familiar familiar with like the whole I, I occasionally check out some Amberlynn Reed videos that people send me because I've got like kind of kind of got like a soft spot for Amberlynn I wish she would do better she's gonna die at some point in time relatively soon she's regaining weight rapidly from what I understand so my and Amberlynn if you're watching this that's it wasn't sent, said to be mean to you like I'm really concerned you should do what I initially said years ago and check yourself into inpatient therapy uh, before you are hospitalized for an extended period of time anyway so um, I hope that everybody understands that, again, I, I, I truly wish the best for everybody. If you haven't watched my video from yesterday, by the way, about uh, the new studies that we went over, I, when we went over stu the studies yesterday, for all of you that, that were here yesterday, I, I, it kind of occurred to me that the, 
evil mix of why obesity is skyrocketing and chronic illness and disease is skyrocketing. Um, and the now scientifically proven data that it does affect people's executive function of the brain when they eat more than 20% uh, ultra processed foods for an extended period of time. It explains a lot. And it does also explain why they like at no point in time, does it seem like anybody's talking about not taking in these, taking in these foods and uh, that are proven scientifically data, many studies to show that have very deleterious effects. <clears throat> so uh, please do go watch that video. Uh, share that video with as many people as possible. I kept the swearing in it very low, so it, it's very user friendly. I just think that we need to start really addressing these issues. It's one of the reasons why I also got to tell everybody that I'm going to be doing my very best not to swear in the 11 o'clock video today because I'm going to be addressing sex in 60 minutes. And I want to have this start hitting a little bit larger of a platform uh, when it comes to these things, because in, in reality, it's very clear. And I mean, very, very clear that if we don't write the ship, if we don't head down the right path, um, we could be in very, very, very serious, seriously dangerous, like territory for our species. Uh, so let me know what you think about these other videos. I'm going to say hi to everybody. And then we're going to get on to, um, Sierra Ann. Holidays are nice. I can't, uh, I can watch live streams. Outstanding Martina. Uh, it's going to start soon. Hello. Uh, haven't had fast food for 30 years. Good for you. It's raining hard here in Australia. It's 2 a.m., 12 a.m. for you. Wow. Um, cookies, how are you? Uh, Julian, uh, Julian, how are you doing? Sheeny Beanie, Suva, Sabrina, uh, Alyssa, Fat Chick in a Barn, uh, Desert Fox, how the fuck you been? Um, and America, or Angela, it looks like America. I just got to be real. When, I, when my ADHD just read America right there, I don't know why. Uh, Hannah, hey, everyone. Just curious if you have any more documentaries you are, do recommend. I like. We're going to be getting back to the documentary series probably next week. It's just with the holidays and all like that, it was, it was tough. But uh, yes, we have plenty, 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 plenty. Um, <clears throat> that, Lindsay with an A. Uh, looking forward to this weekend, Lindsay. Uh, looking forward to it. Lady Hawk, how are you? Sheeny Beanie. Marika? Hello, I just finished my first, uh, I finally made my first live. How are you doing? Your channel and advice have been such a motivation for my weight loss. Lost 92 pounds in a little bit, a little bit less than a year. That's fucking amazing. That is amazing. And you actually did it. I just said shit that resonated with you in a way that resonated with you. So you take all the credit for that because for a couple of reasons. One, you need to know that you did that shit. You are capable of doing it. People are capable of losing weight and keeping it off. It's a matter of changing your lifestyle systemically. We do that. We do help people with that at our coaching, by the way, right there again. But um, so if you're looking to lose more weight or want to make sure you, that the lifestyle habits that you've built can be sustained, we can help you we'll help you out uh, at a very discounted price right now with a few slots available. So please do check that out. It's very like I I am I'm boastful about our coaching. We have extremely good results. We help people in all sorts of ways. We, we even have people that don't necessarily need to lose weight, uh, but have just poor lifestyle habits. And we help them build healthier lifestyle habits. Many, many people, especially people that have trouble with sugar. Uh, we're getting more and more and more of those. Um, but great job and know that you did that shit yourself. Good fucking job. Uh, let's see. Nerdy Chef, I believe it is. Ryan M. Uh, Gelfing Fay. Okay. Uh, and everybody, uh, Shy Franklinstein. Let's see who else. Okay. How's everybody doing? Katie Hurt, Julia, uh, Juliet, and some weird motherfucker named Every Damn Day Fitness. How the fuck's everybody doing? Um, uh, Mermaid Terrell, 
Uh, I'm a shorty and I only had a bit of weight to lose. I reached my goal and went from 124 to 110. And your advice was not eating sweets first thing in the morning. Helped tremendously. Boom. It's like that. Here's what's, what happens. <laughs> it's common fucking sense. I mean, it, it just it's common sense. And it drives me crazy that people, for some reason, like, pretend it's not. But here we go. We are going to go over to share screen. Chrome tab. This is, again... Now that we're about almost 10 minutes in, this is Sierra Ann. And please go subscribe to her channel. As you can see, I'm subscribed uh, right here. <clears throat> please go subscribe to her channel. I'll be watching more of her content. Uh, I Anybody that, that, that tries to do anything like this, all the power to them. We are going to watch her, just so you know, it's not her voice. But we're going to watch her at 1.5 speed because uh, her voice is going to sound a little odd. And we are going to go from there. So, boom. Boom. And here we go. I really want some fast food. This is so annoying. Why am I doing this? This was the reset that I needed to get out of my bad habit of ordering DoorDash. I feel like I eat pretty healthy, regardless of all the internet trolls in my comment section. Hi, guys. Welcome or welcome back to my channel. If you're not familiar, I went on a one month. I am going to slow her down just a little bit because I, I'm worried. Like, I can understand, but I'm used to I'm used to me talking. So. Challenge. And I vlog day one through day 30 of not eating fast food all here on my YouTube shorts But you can also check out this compilation video where I've grouped together all of the days And with this challenge, I've had so many questions I just thought I'd make a full YouTube video explaining everything I asked you guys on my community tab just to leave me a few questions and I'd answer them So that's what this video is for now before we get into the video I would like to mention the whole reason why I did this challenge was one to save money because every single time I order That's a big thing Pete like <clears throat> I made even made a video yesterday where people like people can't afford to lose weight. Like, yes, you can. Like, first of all, like to the person, to the if the person's watching that made that video that I then made a video off of, you're talking on like a thousand. <clears throat> you're recording on like a thousand dollar smartphone. So shut the fuck up on that shit. Like, it amazes me how people uh, say they can't afford to save money. That and eating fast food, especially large large quantities of fast food, is rather fucking expensive on DoorDash, my heart breaks a little bit. I was spending so much money on there, it's embarrassing. And two, for my health, because as most of you know now, I struggled with binge eating, and fast food really was just fueling my eating disorder and making things so much worse to recover. Say I go to Burger King, I'd order the burger combo that I wanted, but then I'm like, ooh, I really want some cheese sticks, so I'm gonna order that too, but I want some jalapeno poppers, so like, I'll order that, ooh, maybe a milkshake, this, that. I would just go all out, and I'd order so many different things. And when I get home and I have all of the food, I just, it's all there in front of me. I don't wanna- It's all there in front of you. You've already paid for it. Um, you don't want to waste food, and once you start eating it, it's hard, especially if you are a binge eater, you start binging on it. Like, these are highly palatable, ultra-processed foods that, in fact, make people want them more and more and more. Like, I mean, it is absolutely, and most fast food, like the buns, like, like McDonald's hamburger buns would be considered cake in Europe. That's how much sugar is in them. I mean, it, it's, we have to start recognizing these things. <clears throat> I just stop eating it. Sometimes I just can't stop myself. And I also feel bad if I don't finish all of the food. If I'm full, I literally sit there and force myself to eat all of the food. Yep. I wish I was the kind of person who will put my leftovers in the microwave and eat them again later, but no, that's just, it's never been me. If I order something, I'm eating it all right there. If I go out to a restaurant, if I get it to go play, I'm eating it as soon as I get home. And unfortunately, that's just me. So those are the two big reasons why I stopped eating fast food for a month. Now, one of the biggest questions that I had was how much money did I save? I really wish I would have documented how much my groceries were costing. But unfortunately, I did not. I didn't. You know, I, I, th I think for somebody that's so used to eating that much and is, bit, and is trying to control their binge eating, 
that sort of thing is very good to take a look at. And we do have people report back in from like our coaching and or on no morbidity, like people that get our coaching and no morbidity with like, they pay for themselves easily, you know, because on the food that they save, uh, on the money they save on their food bill. Uh, we've had people report and we've had multiple people report that they use no morbidity instead of like a few other, you know, like Contrave and Ozempic that are saving like $500 a month, uh, plus pay, being on pay for it. But, um, I can understand why she didn't necessarily track that shit because it was probably difficult for her as a binge eater myself to like, it's probably difficult to like focus on a multitude of other things too, you know? Plan for this challenge to get so big and everyone be asking like, how much money did you save? I can't go back to my bank account and like add up everything because most of my grocery shopping that I do is from Walmart. And usually when I shop at Walmart, I get way more things that aren't grocery. I got Christmas presents with my mm -hmm. groceries. I got self-care things. So yeah, there's really no way for me to calculate that. But I did go back on my bank account and I searched DoorDash. This is just sad. Me and my husband usually both buy DoorDash on both of our accounts. Like we'll correlate. We'll be like, you pay this time. I pay this time. But I added up in the month of October alone. I spent $387 on just DoorDash. So that's not counting the restaurants that we actually went inside, sat down and ate, or anytime we went through a drive-thru, that's just counting ordering on DoorDash. Mm. I spent almost $400 in the month of October on DoorDash alone. And that's not even counting my husband's account. That is embarrassing. I would try to go back and add up how much like fast food places I actually spent. Going through all of that and the names, it would just be too hard. But if that gives you any idea of how much money I was spending on food, it was a lot. So yes, I saved money definitely by cooking from home. And I even mentioned this in one of my vlogs, but I would buy steak from the store and it'd be $15. But the month before we would order DoorDash steaks and it was literally $50. Like I, I have it in my phone. I can show yep. you. Also, it felt so good whenever I was buying groceries. Like when I- And Big Papa Milk, $400, that's nothing. That's, I bet you, and this is, I mean, and I'm not speaking for her because I don't know, but she just talked about how she's not counting the restaurants that she went into. And she's not also not counting the fast food restaurants that she stopped at. I bet you she saved in the upwards of six, $700 a month. It is, it is massively, it is, it's privilege. It, it is absolutely privilege to, to, to eat that way. It's, it's, it cannot even be seen as anything different. It's privilege. Buy groceries, my heart does not do the, whew, as much as literally spending $50 on one meal on DoorDash with the tip and the delivery fee, or even if I have Dash Pass, there's still some extra fees that they add in there. Yep. Anytime I would press, you know, deliver it to my house, I was just like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to my bank account? So it just felt great not to have the guilt of spending all of that money. Cause every time I did it, I felt like but I just kept doing it. It was mm -hmm. literally an addiction. Someone yep. asked do I- It is an addiction. Binge eating is, is a type of addiction, yet alone the foods that she was eating are addictive uh, in, in, in many, many ways. You know, like the sugar, the, the, dopamine, the dopamine hit, the insulin spike, so many things, you know. Oftentimes it becomes an emotional thing because like it's weird. People, don't, people that, that, don't, that have never had this, but like sometimes the feeling of overfull is almost a comforting thing. Like you know you've, you've been, you've, you're, you're as satiated as possible, right? feel any different after doing the challenge and 100% I have to say I feel so much better I feel like I have so much more energy yep. after I eat when me and Kevin would order fast food we hated it we kept doing it I don't know why like I don't understand but we would it's because you're addicted to it and I'm so happy for this lady that she did this stuff I'm just like it's such a good reference to see one prove to herself that she could do it okay like to prove to yourself that you can actually completely not eat from these types of things is such a positive thing but also then to take a step back and denote how much better you feel from it uh this woman sounds extremely self-actualized i'm very very like i'm very happy somebody suggested this video
order fast food and we lay on the couch and we just feel like crap. We wouldn't yep. do anything for the rest of the day. We wouldn't go anywhere. We ordered in some Panda, you know, like a super carby meal. You know, one of the things we have our clients do, like like we, we assign homework every week, right? And one of the things we do for homework after they've been with us a couple of weeks is that we try to make sure that they take what's called a full food relationship. We talk about this in our book, Beyond Willpower also, which is like literally right above my head right now. Um, but uh, how do you feel two hours after you eat something? Do you, you know, it's not just a matter of, are you hungry? Because oftentimes we eat stuff like fast food. Fast food makes you hungrier. Like, like because it has tons of sugar in it, tons of flour in it. It's all ultra processed and it spikes your insulin levels, gives you a dopamine hit. And it does make you hungrier sooner. Like for, you know, like a thousand calories of fast food, you'll be hungry in like two hours where a thousand calories of steak, you might not really want to eat the rest of the damn day. Right. But beyond that, you take a full food relationship. Like how does it make you feel? Do you two hours after you eat something, you should check. Do you have energy? Are you lethargic? Are you sleepy? Do you have uh, are you bloated? Do you feel good? Do you feel uh, light on your feet or do you feel like you are weighed down by the food you've eaten? Is it, does it feel like uh, you are, you know, it, the, did it affect your mood? Are you happy? Are you depressed? These are all parts of the food relationship that people should, in fact, check out, you know? Carbs, they just make you tired. And that's how I feel. When we eat super heavy carbs, we feel so tired for the rest of the yep. day. So I 100% feel different. I felt like I could actually Maybe. clean the house, go hang out with some friends or do something else after I ate and I didn't feel like I'm going to literally throw up. I remember sometimes I would go to bed and my stomach would be so full. I would just feel so sick from yep. eating fast food. Someone asked, does it make me feel happier? And yes, it does. Regardless yes. of all the internet trolls in my comment section, I think I eat healthy. People judge me because they see me throw some chicken tenders in the air fryer, but what they don't know, yes, they're processed. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. still going to eat processed food because I'm not there yet. Maybe one day. But what they don't see is the amount of protein. And also the chicken tenders that I use, they're not fried chicken tenders. They're actually air fried chicken tenders. So they were never fried in oil. And that's why I feel like I don't feel too sick when I eat them. People don't... You know, here's the thing though, too, because like, obviously, obviously it's not optimal, but the, the, the rush for people that start from eating nothing but fast food to try to then all of a sudden only eat like chicken breast and broccoli is a problem all in itself that people in my industry, the fitness industry tend to fucking, uh, uh, tend to fucking like push forward too much, right? Like it shouldn't be optimal. It should be what you can live with. Like don't try to make the healthiest choice, try to make the healthier choice, right? And she is obviously making the healthier choice. If it's a matter of air fried chicken tenders and that she would even make herself or something like that one, it's less expensive. So she can afford money for, you know, for other foods, but two, they're not nearly as bad as the deep fried chicken tenders you would get at like a McDonald's or something like that. Like depending on the type you buy, there's also, you know, she obviously picked out the ones that weren't deep fried, they were baked. That's outstanding. If you don't have an air fryer, you should have, like, if you want to be like, have it be, you know, more convenient for your health and healthier food, to even prepare at home and prepare it at home easier, get yourself an air fryer and get yourself an Instapot. Those two things alone, air fryer, Instapot, and grill, I got to be real. If it wasn't for, like for the just convenience of having a stove, if I just had an air fryer, Instapot, and a grill, I wouldn't even need an oven or a stove. I mean, uh, it's just I wouldn't need one. I would just get the biggest air fryer I could find, the biggest Instapot I could find, and the biggest grill I could find. And I would be able to just cook stuff on the grill or if I wanted to slow cook stuff. Like yesterday, I slow cooked a pot roast that we're going to eat today with the pickled onions and stuff like that that Crystal makes. Like it's you know, I'm going to eat probably 1500 calories a day, be completely fucking stuffed, completely satiated, very, very happy. 
Uh, I'm at a stage now where I don't even like I I didn't eat anything sugary at all. I didn't eat anything sweet. I haven't eaten anything sweet in a couple of days, uh, just because the supplements. I'm on product two now, also what plus no morbidity. It's just it's different. But she says she's not there yet, and that's another big thing that I wanted to touch on real quick because you know she's pointing out some very 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 solid things. This woman's obviously thought this through very 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 uh, thoroughly. Not there yet is better than not there at all. You know what I mean? Like she's doing her best to kind of modify it. If she went to a point where she was eating foods that she didn't like uh, in order to, to, to do this, it would be a hard thing for her. The idea was to literally, I believe that she set out one, she's going to be a little healthier too, but two, to just not eat the fast food for, for a month. So even if you prepare some of it home, it's going to be inherently a little bit healthier. It is the healthier choice. Maybe not the healthiest, but it's the healthier choice, you know? And to uh, Sierra Ann, there is going to be people that are going to knock on, uh, knock. I, I, no matter what I say, there's always, like, it doesn't happen that much anymore, actually. But no matter what you say, there's going to be people that are going to say shit about you. Like, I have been called everything from anorexic to fucking fat. I have been called everything from a roid head to a fucking, like, tiny weakling. Like, I mean... People just literally, they're going to say shit. Just ignore those motherfuckers. This, this woman's doing a public service with this little self-experiment for herself, on herself. See that the tortillas that I use are the low-carb tortillas with lots of extra fibers and all this extra stuff. The food that I eat gives me energy. It makes me feel good, so that's why I eat it. I don't really care what you have to say. If you think what I'm eating is wrong, don't eat it. Especially the ranch dressing. Everyone was so triggered when I used ranch dressing on my chicken, my salads. I'm a ranch person. I'm from the South. We eat ranch dressing on everything, and I'm going to continue to eat ranch dressing on everything. I don't know who told you guys that if you eat ranch, you will gain weight. Like when I lost a hundred pounds back in the day, I ate ranch like every day. I don't know who told these people this. Someone asked when I restrict fast food, did it make me want to binge eat it? It didn't for me. I feel like because I was doing the video, it held me more accountable of not going out to eat. Like I think I would have failed on this challenge if I wasn't vlogging every day, but I think the vlogs just made me stay more consistent. So if you really can't do it, I don't blame you. I was. Now I do really, I and mean, everybody knows how I feel about this. I really suggest like what she did since she was already sharing her food and stuff like that, sharing healthier version of your food might be a good thing. But I really, and this is my advice to her, as she is talking about people in her comment section, just don't look at the comment section. If you're going to, if you are going to share your weight loss journey or your food journey online for the generalized public, don't read, either don't read the comment section or have that motherfucker locked up so tight and don't check your uh, review file. Just delete everything in your review file. If people's messages get missed, they get missed. But just like do all the keywords, do all everything like that and have it go. I do see somebody say, and I, Denise, I wanted to talk about this. Ranch is garbage. And I'm not disagreeing. Um, there is, you know, it depends on if it's made with actual buttermilk and stuff like that. It can be a little healthier. I don't know the type of ranch she uses. But again, it's the healthier choice. And if she is controlling her eating and controlling her food with some stuff, it's the same thing. Like once a day, I like... When we first started the hunger management method, once a day I ate something sweet no matter what, just to make sure I didn't feel restricted because I would end up feeling restricted if I missed a day of that. We're way past that now. I'm two years from my last binge. Um, and I, uh, two years, uh, it'll be two years in 13 days. So uh, a year, 11 months, 11 and a half months uh, from my last binge. And it was the anniversary of my dog dying. So, uh, but, uh, and I will be good. I, I will be good. So, uh, but 
uh, I just think that like yeah, that was good last year. So, but I just think that people need to realize that um, if she has one item that's not the healthiest, it's still healthier because if she's like she's not at a restaurant getting it, she's not eating the other stuff with it. If she's using it, like if she eats a chicken breast with ranch on it. You know, I mean, it's still way better than eating fucking like, you know, the bun and everything like that from a chicken sandwich. You know, uh, yeah, this is this is this is perfect. Just watch the calories. If you're eating 500 calories with ranch, stop. If you're eating 50 calories of ranch, you're fine. Exactly. Very fucking good. Very. Ex- you get it, motherfucker. You get it. Um, I think ranch dressing is an American thing. I don't like ranch dressing. I, I think it's fucking disgusting. Uh, and people underestimate the power of baby steps. That's what the, we talk about in our coaching all the time, bit by bit by bit by bit. You have to make a slight change, get it normalized, have it become a lifestyle habit. Get another slight change from there, a little like the healthy, like not the healthiest, the healthier choice, right? So you get to the healthier choice, you normalize it. Then it's the choice. Then you get to a little healthier choice again. Then you normalize it. And you can do that for your hydration, for your food, for your activity, everything like that. So there's like little components that you can make the healthier choice, not the healthiest, you know? And that's how you build it up over time to be a lifestyle change versus uh, like a diet because diets do not work uh, in the long term. Diets, every diet works, as I say all the time, because it is, it, they do what they do. It's a very serious caloric restriction with a very serious caloric expenditure increase uh, that produces weight loss that when people go off of that because it is not their new lifestyle, they just regain the weight. And it's, that's what's weight cycling is. That's the actual, uh, that's the actual fucking, uh, you know, problem that people, that society has. They blame the diet when they're actually at fault, you know? I was mostly doing it because I knew you guys were watching and I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I'm glad that I did do it. I feel like the vlogs held me more accountable, which made me not want to go through a drive through and buy fast food. And really, I didn't feel like binge eating on this challenge all that much. I feel like it's mostly fast food lately that has been stunting my growth for recovery and things like that. Such a... I'm so impressed with her. Uh, you cannot you cannot tell me you're like... In, in, in reality, if you once a week you know, get something just for pleasure and you can eat it in portion. Great. But if you know that going through the drive through window causes you to eat 3000 calories, don't do that. I mean, like you've got to be self-actualized about it. Like I'm, I, I'm all for making sure you don't feel like you're on a diet, but like it's the, it's the peanut M&M uh, philosophy. I will never, ever, ever in my life eat peanut M&Ms ever again. Ever. They, they cause me to binge. They, they will make me eat everything in my fucking refrigerator. And I know, blah, 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 go to counseling, blah, 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 blah. Why the fuck just not, why eat them? I eat every motherfucking thing else. I'm a full ass, grown ass man. Uh, if I can't restrict myself from one fucking food item, then I really, can I call myself a fucking adult? There's this thing called adulting that people need to do. And I re- agree with her that especially because she reduced the amount of ultra processed, highly palatable foods that she was taking in. And a lot of times those things trigger people that want to like, I don't even like McDonald's anymore, but the smell of it, like the smell of the cheeseburgers from McDonald's, like I used to eat so many of them. I used to sit with like 10, uh, 10 McDoubles and a big ass like bowl of ketchup and just fucking dip them in and fucking eat it while I was doing my computer work for when I worked in healthcare. It's not even like it was pleasurable. But it was like so, like just fucking engorging. And it didn't start with 10. It's not like I was like, oh, 
uh, I'll just have 10 McDoubles. No, it started with like, I'll have a two McDoubles and then three McDoubles and then five McDoubles and then seven McDoubles and then 10 McDoubles, you know? And it was always like, well, I'll eat some now and then I'll save some for later because they're inexpensive and all like that while I was traveling. No, I would just sit and eat all 10 and then I would eventually want the fucking pizza. Like it's, it's literally that fucking bad. You know, this, these food items are in fact addicting. I, and again, watch my video from yesterday. <clears throat> the correlation between the highly addictive nature of these highly sugared, highly palatable, ultra processed foods, they're very, very, very addictive. And they also wear away at the person's health and cognitive abilities. They, they wear away at the person's executive function when they've eaten them for long, long, long periods of time. So the idea that we now have an addictive substance that is in fact lowering somebody's executive function to the point where they do not have as much self-control, they don't have as much task initiation, they don't have as much perseverance, and how it physically makes them feel lethargic and you know full and not, not feeling well. These items together is very, like we, society, and watch the video. Please go watch that video. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that. Please go watch that video when you're done with here and share that video. Because share it with anybody you can, because I'm telling you, it is one of the biggest problems of our time that we have a generation of people who have been eating ultra processed, highly palatable foods in a large percentile, like 50% of their daily caloric intake is ultra processed, highly palatable foods. When studies now show that 20% or more over the course of, of an average of eight years reduces executive function of the brain by like 25%. It is, and that's just, we've had people, we have people now that are 30 years old that have eaten 30, 40, 50% of their total daily calories for the last fucking 20 years as these items. Like, no wonder it seems like these people are fucking crazy. No one, because they're fucking, I mean, it's, they have lower executive function, right? I mean, it, it's, it is, a, it, we need to address this. Uh, we need to address this. Absolutely, 100%. It needs to fucking happen. You know, and this this young lady is showing one of the reasons why. Like that, when I was on my period, it was a little bit harder because I was wanting to eat a bunch of stuff. Like there was one day I didn't even show the foods that I ate. I didn't really film the rest of my day just because it hasn't been the best mental health day. I didn't really feel like getting judged for what I was eating. Honestly, I just wasn't in the mood to film it. But hopefully tomorrow is a better day. I didn't eat fast. So listen, uh, for you ladies, when you are getting ready for, like, I, for, it's different for almost every woman. But there's normally like two or three days where your appetite spikes due to your cycle, right? Um, so it's for a lot of women, it's a couple of days before. For a lot of women, it's like a couple of days during. And for some women, it's like a couple of days right at the right at the end. But you should, in fact, not suffer through that. Add an extra half portion or even portion of lean protein to the mix. So at your largest meal or even your first meal to get ahead of it, um, either the largest meal or the first meal, add an extra portion of protein or a half portion at your first and a half portion to last, a couple hundred extra calories are way better than you, one, feeling super restricted because then it feels like you're hurting yourself. Then it feels like a diet and you don't want that. But in a little extra protein, maybe a couple hundred calories, but those couple hundred calories, you know, will help you not eat 2000 calories and binge, especially if you have problems with binge eating, overeating, that sort of thing. So we oftentimes in our coaching, again, you can get our coaching at these links. Uh, we help people with this, but we oftentimes suggest to women who are about to reach their period uh, or their cycle period, whatever. Fuck, I don't know why I corrected myself. Um, you guys hear me talk all the fucking time and say crazy shit. So, but we oftentimes have women uh, uh, eat just a couple hundred extra calories of protein and healthy fats to help 
you know, push that hunger away. It doesn't stop with the probably sugar cravings that a lot a lot of women feel with it. But after a while, it does necessarily rebuild the uh, mental synapses of what is satiating, what is not during that time of the month. And again, there's no reason for you to suffer through it. So Sierra Ann, if you're listening, the next time you're getting ready for your period and you have those couple of days of extra hunger, just add like an extra piece of steak or an extra piece of chicken or an extra piece of fish, something like that. It helps satiate you. Uh, and it will keep it down. It'll stop you from overeating. And especially since you're a binge eater, it will help avoid the binge because when you're a binge eater, especially when it's your hormonal and stuff like that too. And it's not, I'm not knocking on women with PMS. It's an actual real fucking thing. When you're hormonal and emotional and also hungry, one stressor as for a binge eater, when you're getting ready for your cycle and if you're very hungry and one stressor uh, can cause you to binge. So the idea is avoid the binges, avoid the binges, avoid the binges. Okay. Uh, that the, for most people that binge eat, they will norm their weight will normalize as long as they uh, put like distance between the binges, basically. Fast food, but I knew that people were gonna tear me apart online. I just wasn't in the headspace for that. Someone asked what's gonna be my next challenge. I really don't know. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think I should do. So many people were telling me that I need to do a like vegan or vegetarian challenge, and I tried that before. I Fuck that. That's not a challenge. It's not. There, there's no. There's no true health benefit to that especially for a binge eater. So uh, I do not challenge to restrict yourself from, you know, from healthy foods. Like if you like to eat chicken, if you like to eat meat, if you like to eat these things, I have personally, and this is personal experience. I ate pescatarian for years because one chicken grosses me the fuck out because I've been to a poultry plant, poultry plant. I don't know if I'll ever eat chicken again. I don't crave it. I don't want it. I don't even like the thought of it kind of like turns my stomach a little bit. Um, turkey, I do like once or twice a year. We buy it from a local raised, you know, a local family farm that raises them completely natural. <clears throat> um, but I'm a big beef and pork guy now. And I really had stayed away from pork because pigs are like fucking dogs. That's how they're intelligent they are. And it like kind of like hurts me a little bit. But I do it anyway because they're delicious. Uh, and I'm a savage. You know, we're all savages, if you ask me. But don't do a, a challenge where you're going to restrict healthy foods. That Healthy foods that you like to eat, restricting that does not work out well. We eventually, once the pandemic hit, and I talk about this in my book, uh, Beyond Willpower, the one right up here. Um, but we like started, like, you know, I was pescatarian right up until then. And we realized I was binging like crazy. I was having a hard time controlling my eating. Um, I felt very restricted because I was under a lot of stress. stress. You know, daily death threats will do that to you. Uh, because when you speak the absolute truth that people are totally brainwashed against and shit like that, people then fucking react viscerally and they send you death threats and shit like that. They call animal control on your house and shit. Um, but um, uh, so we went back to, you know, because I was restricting healthier foods from, you know, I stopped doing that and it helped out, helped normalize stuff out almost immediately. I went vegetarian for like a week before, but it did not work out well for me. Sometimes heavy carbs just make me sick. Also, I can't have beans because they really upset my stomach and I'm not a huge fan of like sweets all that much. So I really just feel like a vegetarian diet isn't for me. So many people are getting triggered and mad that like I eat meat. I like meat. I don't know what to say to you. Did you learn anything while on this? Good for you. No shit. Fuck them if they get mad. You're not making them eat it. Fuck off. You know? Journey. I did. There, I mean, I know people will be like, oh my God, the environment and animals and cruelty and shit like that. The vegan diet, vegan and vegetarian diet kills just as many animals and small animals like, you know, you're taking away their habitat and the harvest, the harvesting alone 
of uh, uh, that goes into like corn and everything like that. Like, you don't think there's animals running around that field that the big fucking tiller fucking doesn't eat the fuck up? Like, I mean, not to mention that, but like, uh, you know how many hogs that they fucking just kill and let rot because the wild boar try to go after the crops and they just fucking shoot these motherfuckers and then they don't use the meat? Like, don't tell me that the vegan diet is humane because it's not. It's just different animals you're killing. So, I mean, it's not even an argument. That's not even an argument. And if you don't like that I eat meat, don't fucking eat meat. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they called animal control. Like our, our dog who passed, passed away last year had cancer really, really, really bad. And he appeared in the background of a, of a video. And somebody like called in my general area. They called and say, hey, I don't know where he's at, but blah, blah, blah. And they came came to the house, and I was like, fucking dog gets cancer. They left me alone, but yeah, it happens all I mean, the shit that the fat acceptance community, and then the fucking whack nuts about the fucking whole pandemic thing, the shit that I've been through, you guys have no fucking idea. It's fucking crazy. <clears throat> the, the There's an actual fucking docu documentary about, like, the fucking fat acceptance people going after me, but uh, me and people like Julian and everyone like that, but that's a whole other fucking story. I think I did learn that I don't have to eat out every night when I get home. I think I learned just having quick, simple, easy meals as well as things that I can cook is just the best option for me. Because some nights I really don't feel like cooking. But if I don't have those quick, easy things, the first thing I'm going to do is get on my phone and order DoorDash. But yeah. I think just having those things readily available and accessible in my fridge or my freezer has made this challenge so much easier. So I'm going to... One of the things we do, by the way, and I have it in there right now, when I make chili, I make enough chili for like two or three days. And then I just freeze one of them and everything like that. It's easy to just fucking throw in the fucking pot if we get busy. Um, same thing with uh, certain beef meals. I've marin I have I constantly have beef marinating in it. My food prep looks a little different than other people's food prep because one, I do work from home. But two, if you actually just like prep out the dicing of peppers, the dicing of this, the dicing of that. You can have some eggs in there. You can whip yourself up an omelet in like five fucking minutes. You don't even need to cut anything. You just like fucking beat the eggs real quick, throw them in the fucking pan, uh, the toppings, the, the whatever you want to put in there, roll it over, and it's you've got a fucking omelet. Has it been hard finding meal ideas? It wasn't for me. I'm always thinking of new ideas, or if I see something online, it gives me motivation. I'm like, hmm, you know what? So it really wasn't that hard for me. I feel like the hardest part was trying not to make it boring for you guys. And so, by the way, we uh, if you have problems with that too, you can get our coaching. We do have a uh, recipe and menu suggestion right on our app that you can then mix out, and it, you can uh, put it to basically paleo or keto, uh, pescatarian, all sorts of stuff too. So even vegan uh, that, that give you actual recipe suggestions, like with st step by step, uh, like they actually give you the recipe uh, and stuff like that not eat the same thing all the time because I am a meal repeater. I said it a million times, I'm a meal repeater and I'm not mad about it. I'll say it again. I eat the same thing so often and I didn't want to just have like a whole five days of me eating the same thing. Who wants to? See, that's not a problem. Like to me, that's actually a, a very positive thing. One, it's more cost effective because you buy stuff more in bulk and then you then you have uh, more of the items too. Uh, if you like it, that's great. My biggest suggestion is to not make sure you're not getting bored or feel restricting from it. Make sure you have a rotation of items like we will do Asian beef for uh, for like once a week for a while or, or twice a week for a while because there's no leftovers. And then we won't do it for like a couple of weeks. Instead, we'll do chili and then instead we'll do pot roast and instead we'll do this. Instead, we'll do that. So <clears throat> and then you can always have the 
you go to the store and it's like, depending on the meat prices that you get, you can have, make it the most economical for you and everything like that. If you have a core group of recipes or items that you can like kind of cycle through, it tends to make it easier, more cost effective and makes you feel less restrained or restricted from, from stuff. To see that every day, but I did repeat meals here and there, just not to the point where I get tired of that food and just refuse to eat it anymore. Also, I know you guys can tell, but I eat a lot of zucchini and squash. Those were in so many of my meals. Will you continue awesome. to cook like this every day? I feel like going forward, I will cook a lot more. Now, I may not put as much effort into it. I feel like I was putting more effort because I knew I was being filmed. I was like, oh, I want to do something interesting for them. But I feel like sometimes I'm probably gonna have a lot more quick things, just throw it in the air fryer or something like that, rather than cutting up vegetables or doing this or recreating like KFC bowls stuff like that. I feel like I really just that because I mean it did sound good but also because I just wanted to show something interesting for you guys because y'all know I put in the bare minimum with everything I'm probably gonna be doing more microwavable meals or I'm probably gonna be doing more meal preps going forward and just you know warming it up as I go instead of just like cooking every day someone asked do microwavable meals count I don't think they do now people in my comments were getting mad so if you want to post it online some people will say it does but I don't say it does what I you know, again, if you bring it home, it's probably going to be a little healthier. You at least get to choose which microwavable meal you bring home. I'm not a big microwave person. Uh, in fact, uh, I would prefer not to use one at all. Um, <clears throat> but I would say that that you know, for her to say that they that they count for her, I think that that's fine. I, th I think that her uh, parameters of not going to fast food, not actually going to fast food, or ordering from fast food is very, 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 very good. I was counting was anything that you go through a drive-thru, obviously, or is like a fast food chain. And then I was also counting sit-down restaurants just because me and Kevin went to those a lot or we would order like Logan's in a lot and we'd spend so much money. So I just wanted to see if I could go a full month without it. But you can make your own rules. It's your challenge. You do what you feel is best for what you struggle with. Like for me, I said that rotisserie chickens didn't count. So I was eating rotisserie chicken. But then again, for me, a deli plate would have counted or a piece of pizza from the Sam's Deli. I thought that that counted for me. Those foods make me sick or they make me want to trigger it's rotisserie chicken like I, we literally tell our clients instead of going to fast food stop at like at every fast at every mcdonald's or burger king or something like that is normally in the parking lot of a of a uh, grocery store go into the grocery store go to their deli department if it is a Publix, a walmart uh uh you know giant eagle uh you know kroger's uh even Piggly Wiggly, all of this stuff, go to their deli department or their, their prepared food department and they'll have rotisserie chickens there. Rotisserie chickens plus a veggie platter is normally something like 10 bucks. It feeds like two to three people. You know, I mean, it's fucking way less expensive than going to fast food. Takes about just the same amount of time, if not less, but it's easy, quick, you know, easy pick up quick meal that you can then like, you know, steam the vegetables when you get home and or just eat them raw. Plus you have the rotisserie chicken. It is just an amazing like hack to help people eat healthier. So anybody that gave her shit about eating rotisserie chickens, they can fuck all the way off and tell them I said so for real like a binge or anything like that really it's about making your own rules to me that felt like cheating going to sam's and getting a slice of pizza so that's why i decided yeah. not to do it and i just stuck with the rotisserie chicken because it didn't feel like cheating to me 
how do you deal with days where you're not home to make your own meals? This was one of the hardest things. So the job that I had, I was working about one day a week during this challenge. Sometimes not even that because of the holidays. I don't work there anymore. But when I had work, I tried to pack a lunch. And if I didn't have that much time before work, I would just do leftover rice from our rice maker that we made the night before. And I do one of those packs of tuna. And I just put that in there with some mayo and just take it with me. One day I actually left my lunch and I ended up getting, because I work at Walmart or I worked at Walmart, a sub mm -hmm. sandwich from our deli. Like I said, it's about making your own rules. When you have something like that, you can prepare for it. And then there was also a day me and Kevin were going out. We had like a doctor's appointment. We had to go get Stormy Groom. So we brought some granola bars with us and then we started to get hungry. So we headed back home. Or actually, I think we stopped by the grocery store and got some groceries. And then I also had a rotisserie chicken in the car or some of the rotisserie chicken, not the whole rotisserie chicken. I think it's just about finding things that work. I will suggest that the granola bar is why you got so hungry. I'm just going to say that. I, I will suggest that. For you. Depending on where you're going, you know, you can probably stop by the grocery store, get something that, in your opinion, doesn't count as fast food. Maybe it's a little less expensive. Maybe it's just something that's not going to make you sick. What are your reasons for doing the challenge? I think I had it a little easy, but when my friend was over, I really did want to, like, order a pizza. Or when we were out in public, I really did want to, like, stop by Panda Express. But we didn't. We stuck it through. And I feel like having people around me that were also motivating, like Kevin, if I said something jokingly, like, oh, man, I really want to go here. I'm done with this challenge. Kevin will be like, for real, Sierra, be for real. And my friend Aisha, she would do the same thing. So I feel like really having a supportive people around you who are gonna understand makes things so much better. Are you- To her friends, if you guys watch this, Yins are fucking awesome. For real, like you guys are fucking great. Uh, to a supportive, a supportive unit around you is vastly important. People that are going to be ordering fast food around you when you're trying to avoid fast food, they are in fact not caring about you. Like, I mean, I know that they may think that they are even like, oh, no, you don't want like it. Don't take it too seriously. It's your fucking health. Take it very fucking seriously. Like this whole concept that, you know, you should live a little. You're killing. It's not living a little. It's killing yourself. You know, now, don't get me wrong. There are some things that I do that are absolutely unhealthy for me, but I don't fucking frame them as like, oh, it's OK. Like if I do have a cocktail or if I do. uh you know, eat something that is just for pleasure. I don't think this, I don't think it's good. I, that's why I'm able to gear it in moderation. When people try to make it seem like a no big deal, then it becomes a big fucking issue. And to the people that helped her, because it is not fucking easy for people, that is for damn sure. But to the people that helped her out, you motherfuckers are awesome. And uh, to her, good job on picking your friends and, and people around you going to continue it and if so for how long after this month i think i am gonna take a break from like the vlogs as for fast food i definitely feel like i'm not gonna be ordering in as much as i would maybe allow myself once or twice a month which is like a huge difference because for me i was ordering fast food so often and then so my my thought behind that is to just be very leery about that once or twice a month if you can uh if you can do it great okay because that's again like i have i have like the rotation of food that i eat like frozen custard, fr fr you know, actually deep fried French fries, a few things like that, that occasionally like once a month or once or whatever I have, right? Just make sure since it, you know, you're a binge eater, if it causes you to binge one time, don't be, uh, like, don't, 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 don't lie to yourself and be like, oh, I'll just keep doing it. If it causes you to binge, that's something that you likely shouldn't do. Okay. Or if it makes you harder for you not to binge, that's something you likely shouldn't do. Um, and I hope I do hope she watches this because I think she's doing a lot of things in a very self-actualized way that can absolutely, uh, absolutely be super beneficial for her herself, the people around her, her long-term health, the people around her's long-term health. So I think that's amazing. I can say that fast food is like the gateway drug. Uh, it just is because it's just so it just 
fucking negatively affects your body. I will tell her this, that when you do go back to do it, what you should do is see how you feel the day before not doing it, eat the fast food and then take a record, you know, take a, like an accounting of how you feel later on that day after you eat it. And then the next day after you've eaten it and just see the difference, because then what you're trying to do is build up the actual relationship you have with this food. You start realizing that it does indeed not make you feel well, and it does negatively affect your health. And the more you realize that, the less you're actually going to crave that shit. Like, I mean, that's how I, that's what I, you know, that's how I really have gotten away from drinking beers because like I realized it wasn't making me feel well. So even though I love the flavor of beer and different types of beers, I know it doesn't make me feel well. So all of a sudden I'm not, uh, I'm not like, you know, craving it at all, you know? And maybe whenever I'm out with friends, I'll allow myself every so often to go inside of a restaurant, sit down, because that's the thing that I'm missing the most. Some of you guys were asking what's going to be the first thing that I have. I don't know if y'all remember, but in day two, I mentioned the Parmesan crusted steak. That's going to be the first thing I'm going to go and get. And then my sister also told me that they have like some type of lobster mac and cheese. I want that. That's what I want. Like literally throughout this whole challenge, that's the only thing I've been thinking of when this challenge is over. I'm going into, I think it was Longhorn and I'm ordering that if they have it. Other than that, the only other thing that I craved was I saw this guy on Facebook. I don't know. And I'll still say that going to Longhorn or a restaurant like that is much better than going to fast food uh, because there is a radical difference on, on the preparation. Uh, but I can tell you that any type of ultra processed carbohydrate at any kind of restaurant is not necessarily something you should be looking forward to taking in. If you guys know when you're scrolling through Facebook and you see reels, mine are always food reels. I'm like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to call me fat? I mean, I am fat. No, they're trying to sell you the food. It's an algorithm that they want, they want to make sure since you talk about food and you talk about fast food on your channel and on your other social media, they catch that in the algorithm and then they try to put it on you, right? It's they, they, Social media does not want you healthy because they make their ad revenue off pharma and food. And that's just, that's just reality. But is that what you're trying to call me? But I was scrolling and I saw this guy doing this mukbang for Taco Bell. Is it mukbang or mukbang? I don't know. But he was doing a Taco Bell mukbang. Mukbang? Whatever. And he had a Doritos Locos taco. And when he ate it, it looked so good. So I really wanted a Doritos Locos taco. But I recreated it. I think it was like day 29. I've been craving Taco Bell. So we're going to make Taco Bell at home. So this is my suggestion for the, for the, like the other shit too. Like the lobster mac and cheese, it'll be way less expensive to make that shit at home. Uh, and you, you can try to fucking do, just recreate it at home. Into the oven they go. So that looks satisfying. Really you know, there's like, the, it's, it's called, called the work to pleasure principle. Like if you're going to eat something just for pleasure, there should be some work involved. You know what I mean? Like we used to have to work for our food and we don't anymore. And we just have highly, like a lot of highly palatable, you know, processed foods that are readily accessible that require no actual work. Like you don't even need to stand the fuck up. To, to order thousands and thousands and thousands of calories of food. Like you could literally spend one calorie or, or less pressing your foot on a gas pedal to get there. It's fucking sad. Need to go to Taco Bell after having that. I just made it from home. Me and Kevin enjoyed it too. It was really good. And for good like for the you. same price as good Taco for Bell, you. we had so many tacos. We even still have some in there. Oh my gosh, so many people were wanting to know, did you lose weight on this challenge? Now, as I mentioned multiple times, this is not a weight loss challenge. I didn't do this for weight loss, but I can see where you guys would be curious just to know if I lost weight. Now, I don't track my weight too much like I used to whenever I was like heavily eating disorder behavior. I literally used to like write it down all the time, track it, but I do go to the doctor often and I do 
weigh myself occasionally just to see how it's going and everything like that. But um, yes, I did lose weight on this challenge. I don't know how much weight I lost because I, like I said, I'm not like heavily tracking it. I will say I did lose weight. Obviously because I mean, I eat a lot of fast food. So cutting that out, I did lose weight. And then I also just recently started back going to the gym more and being more consistent. And me and my friend Aisha go to the gym like five days a week. So so I would argue that you were able to like have the, the drive to go back to the gym because you stayed away from the processed carbohydrates and the fast food for about a month. So if that's a recent event, that's also a very positive thing that you got out of this. I'm going to say it again. For most people that have very serious binge eating disorder, when, especially when it, is, it involves like fast food, ultra, pal, ultra processed palatable foods um, that you can readily get in large quantities, controlling the binges will have you get to a healthier state. I wonder how much water she takes in, you know, like I, I saw her drink a little bit of water here. I think she should be taking in probably about 180 to 200 ounces. Uh, and I'm just guessing at her weight right now, kind of, sort of. But I do think that since she is starting to work out a little bit more and everything like that, I think she'll probably drop, drop weight quicker. She apparently lost weight without even doing it. And that is, again, because what I'm saying that we talk about in our coaching, especially for binge eaters, and if you're a binge eater, we can help you. I mean, I'm a binge eater myself, two years almost, right? But the concept is that you just don't take in the large, massive quantities. Because here's the thing. For most people, it's not the one binge. You end up binging day after day after day after day. Like you binge one time. You feel like shit. You don't feel like doing anything. You feel lethargic the next day. So you just order another fucking you know, set of fast food. And then you overorder that and binge on that. Not to mention that it causes depression because you feel like you let yourself down from binging. So then you binge again from that. So the stressors and everything like that that caused you to binge the first time, you still have because life is fucking stressful. And then you're stressed about the binge and then you then you then you stress and binge again. Now, there's also seesaw binge binge order um, you know, cycles where the person binges and they're so pissed off at themselves binging that they try not to eat or barely eat the next day. So they over like they overcompensate. And it causes them to be radically hungry, especially because they're going to be craving all sorts of ultra-processed food, sugar and items and all like that, because you just ate a lot of sugar and ultra-processed food items that cause a dopamine, you know, dopamine and insulin response, right? So then you get super, super hungry the next day, and then you end up binging the day after or later on that day. So by you trying to over-restrict, you binge again. So we have people, if you do binge, what we do is we sit back and we take an avid look at all the factors that led to the binge. We address those things. We realize it happened. We can't take it back. And then we try to learn from it so that way it's a positive thing moving forward. And we very much ensure that the next day you start your day, how most people should start their day anyway, you start your day with all protein and healthy fats first thing, try to quell any cravings you're going to be having from eating the fucking you know, high quality or high quantity of low quality food that you ate. And then that way it kind of quells that down, drink a lot of fluid, try to get all that fucking sodium, all that fucking extra shit out of you, all the toxins out of you as much as possible. But that way... You don't over restrict. You just kind of eat as normal with a protein focus first in the morning, you know? Oh, I was kind of bound to lose weight. Don't know if it's from that. Probably did pay, play a huge part because, like I said, I eat it all the time. And I know fast food is very unhealthy for you. But, yeah, I'm sorry if that's not the answer y'all were looking for because, like I said, this isn't a weight loss challenge. Or It doesn't need, like, again, it doesn't need to be a weight loss challenge. She's not, like, first of all, if it was a weight loss challenge, she's overweight. Like, I'm mean, just just to be real. I mean, for her long-term health, why would you not want this woman to get healthier? Like, that's a weird thing about these people that, like, they see somebody losing weight because they want to lose weight and because they can't do what this young lady did or whatever. They give her a hard time about, about weight loss. Like, she clearly feels better not eating this type of shit. She's going to lose weight from it, as she's talking about right now, because it is very seriously – it's helping her control her binge eating disorder. She's going to lose weight just from – the caloric difference from that, 
you know, she feels better enough that she's going to get some physical activity because that makes her feel good too. Like this whole shame, it's like the shaming of healthy, healthy lifestyle changes is a big problem in society. It's because society is so immature about this shit. And again, see my video from yesterday talking about executive function and the eating of ultra processed foods over the course of a long period of time that people are way surpassing this way surpassing. So people giving this lady a hard time about, you know, in fact, having healthier habits is a sign of our times that we need to absolutely not only change, but we absolutely, in fact, if any of you notice any instances of people doing that to other people, including this, and especially this young lady, you let me know, and I will try to address those comments myself personally, because this woman should be seen as somebody that took very serious steps in a very serious way to help control a very serious disorder, which is binge eating disorder, and get healthier for her long-term health. It should be applauded and seen as an example of positive behaviors to the rest of society and the people watching. Nobody should be giving this woman a hard time about trying to fucking better herself. This is like giving people a hard time about fucking reading. Uh, this is like trying. This is like the people giving her a hard time. It's like giving people a hard time about you know educating themselves or about you know quitting smoking. Uh, I mean, it's fucking insanity that people give this woman a hard fucking time. When in fact, she literally is fucking just trying to better herself and show people how it can be done. And I don't even think she's trying to instruct people. I think she is just like literally trying to put it out there and just be honest with herself and everything like that. I will again say that I don't necessarily suggest that anybody do this type of thing online. And if they do, definitely don't pay attention to the comments because it has shown to be and always I think will be a very seriously negative uh, connotation with their health. I just... It, doing this stuff on on uh, uh, on like online can be very 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 damaging, uh, and I hope that it doesn't go for her and Sierra Ann. If you're having trouble with that, I'd actually love to have Sierra Ann on here at some point in time. If you're watching, please do let me know. I think you've done an amazing job and shown an amazing example in a society that really needs to have this type of example set. So great on you. Channel. Did you find yourself craving less and less fast food throughout the challenge? I feel like I did. Like the first few days, it was kind of hard because I was like. I want to order DoorDash. I want to order DoorDash because I was just so used to it. But now I'm so used to cooking. Like the thought of DoorDash genuinely scares me. I'm going to delete it off my phone. I feel like now for I'm going to be more scared to actually go in there and order DoorDash. Good for you. Good for you. Because And part of that is that she knows the physical differences that it makes her feel and the monetary, monetary differences that it makes her feel. So outstandingly good for fucking you. That is amazing. Great goddamn job. No shit. just because I haven't done it in so long. feel like I kind of beat myself up about it. Like, girl, that's a lot of money. You've been eating at home. You've been saving money. This was the reset that I needed to get out of my bad habit of ordering DoorDash. Oh, another thing that I really did crave too, I was eating a lot of salads on this challenge, but nothing can beat Zaxby's salads. <sighs> Sometimes I would just DoorDash one of those and it'd be like $20 to DoorDash it and get it delivered to the house. Cause you know, on DoorDash, everything's so much more expensive too. Those salads be good. This is January 1st. I actually didn't vlog on the 31st. I ended up ending the challenge. So I will say, like, if you pay attention to the salads and stuff like that, the more you practice making shit at home, like I like, I like crystal, I like my version of burgers way better than even gourmet burgers at, at the, uh, at a place called uh, Forge Garage down here. That's fucking amazing. They serve amazing burgers. They really, really do. But I, once you get used to cooking more at home, not only can you reproduce this stuff at home, but you can reproduce this stuff at home in a very much faster fashion than what it normally takes to even go to the restaurant, you know?
on day 30. I still haven't had fast food. Did you find yourself stressed out in any way because you couldn't eat fast food? I don't think I was stressed out. No, not really. I mean, I was annoyed at points, like I said, when my friend was over and I was like, I really want some fast food. This is so annoying. Why am I doing this? But the thing that I did get, I wouldn't say stressed out about, but just annoyed by was the fact that I was vlogging every day because someday I just be like, I'm not filming. I don't feel like it. Or like, I would just sort of what I'm eating like this. I'm not even doing the process of me cooking. And I'm like, I'll do a little voiceover, but I'm not filming filming good for you excuse me today's the first full day of me not recording and it's refreshing i'm not stuck doing the same content i feel like i just got really burnt out of doing those vlogs now i'm just ready to experiment with new things maybe start posting a little bit more fashion content not just food content but yeah that's pretty much how this challenge had went for me thank you guys so much by the way for being so supportive so many of you told me that you were going on this journey with me or you're gonna start next month or you're just like excited every single time i post a video and that's so refreshing because i didn't know what kind of response i was gonna get from trying this challenge i thought maybe you guys would get annoyed by seeing so many videos every single day. I just didn't know how you guys were gonna react, but you guys have been so positive, so supportive. Everyone's saying how proud they are of me. Everyone's just responding to the trolls in the comments. There's so many meanies that tried to hop on the comments, but you guys got my back. Thank you so much for that. If you guys are trying this challenge next month, or if you guys are trying to cut out fast food, good luck with your challenge. Sending you so much support. Thank you for being so amazing. Thank you guys for watching this journey. Just let me know down below what you would like to see next or what kind of shorts you guys wanna see me start posting more of now that this challenge is over. Absolutely. Fucking phenomenal. Like, I mean, absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to watch more of her content. I'm very fucking happy that somebody suggested this to me. Thank you very much. Uh, Sierra Ann, if you do watch this, my deepest respect for you. Like, for real. I did, Like I said, I did the suggestions I did make, I hope you take to heart. I do think that you should stay on the very much staying off of the fast food. And if you do, uh, you know, uh, ingest some of it, make sure you take a very serious accounting of how it makes you feel. Um, and, uh, we can always help you out with our coaching. If you want, if you need to build, build further lifestyle habits, it is right down here, by the way, you can also get no morbidity, which is right up here. Uh, you can get it at the ambrosia collective.com or tigerfitness.com. I think it's going to be arriving there within a day or two, but you can still get it at vitamin shop and vitamin shop will be re-upping their order to restock for that. Um, but again, out to Sierra Ann and anybody else, ultra processed foods have been shown to have a very serious deliterous effect on your health. Your mental health, physical health, cognition, uh, chronic illness and disease development, those sorts of things. Minimizing that will help out our society to a great degree. This one showed a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous example of what can be done. I think she was very real and honest. I do not suggest that people share their weight loss journey or their food journey or their health journeys online from an unhealthy state to a healthy state. Because I do believe, just as she said, that People can be rather rude and mean about it. If you do that, make sure that your comment section is locked up tight and you do not even bother with any negative comments at all. And uh, to all of you out there, I, I wish I'd had time for the comments. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. All right. I got about five, 10 minutes for the comments and I then, then I got to go because I have a client consultation and I got to get ready for the video I'm going to be doing at 11 o'clock. For those of you that don't know, I'm going to be going live again at 11 o'clock. I'm going to be talking about the 60-minute video, talking about weight loss drugs and how we should all help pay, pay for weight loss drugs for people because they can't control themselves and our insurance rates should all go up because it should be covered by insurance. Fucking bullshit. Um, well, Alan, I feel that you are kind of mean towards vegans and, and vegetarians, if I can be honest. Too fucking bad. Uh, I don't give a fuck. And no, I'm not. I'm just saying that... Uh, I don't understand why you think that what you want to eat, vegan or vegetarian, uh, means that I or anybody else should have to. Um, you know, the uh, moral fucking standing of, well, I don't kill animals does not even translate over as your food, your vegan food 
and vegetarian food, animals still die in the process of it through either deforestation and or just the harvesting of the food kills a lot of fucking animals. So if you want to eat that way, great. But if you, and if you think I'm mean to them, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, fuck off, and don't follow. Um, uh, and, I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, people can eat whatever they want, but the concept of veganism and vegetarian is healthy or moral is trash. Yeah, it's not healthy or moral. It's just an eating pattern. Um, kicking a habit of fast food and ultra processed foods is the second best decision I ever made next to quitting smoking. Boom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, also, most vegan foods that are substitutes are heavily processed. Yeah, they're all very, very, very unhealthy. Uh, catching you live during my first workout of the year. Happy New Year to all. Raging Hobbit. I love the fucking name, bro. Absolutely love the fucking name. Uh, product two is coming along very, very, very well. I should be, we should have trademark finally within the next couple of weeks. So I can announce the actual fucking name of product two. Although most of you are going to probably just keep continue to call it product two. Uh, and it should be out at, uh, late March, if not early April. Um, and the two of them together, no morbidity, which you is non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based appetite suppressant for ingredients at clinically tested human doses. We have people, literally, we have people that have lost like 25% of their body mass being on this thing for like six months. That is more than double what Ozempic shows. Just we, we're fucking killing it. And, and uh, no side effects compared to the Ozempic side effects. Um, but it's coming along really, really well. I'm on it right now. I'm on all the ingredients for it right now. No, I, and I don't, I don't want sweet shit anymore. It's, I mean, I just, I just don't want it. I, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't want it. You know, uh, Michael Blacktree, I tend to uh, uh, I tend to agree if you're eating heavily processed vegan stuff to replace lean meats, I don't think that's a wise, healthy choice. It's absolutely unhealthy. Absolutely. Um, I need to work on getting more water in. I have cleaned up my diet and lost over 100 pounds. Bam! Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's fuck out. Goddamn standing. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm vegan and I feel just fine and comfortable here. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, M. Post. Uh, uh, past that it had become easier and easier. I still get cravings, but nowhere near as much. That's outstanding. When I smell a cigarette, yeah, that was, that was a hard thing for me for a while too. Uh, B. Gates is vaccinating and genetically modifying them to prevent animal extinction. Uh, doesn't seem suspicious at all. Yeah, I, I'm going to stick with my local fucking my local fucking uh, farm. Yeah, uh, just got no morbidity. Going to start in a few days. Outstanding, Rachel. Check in. Let me know if you have any questions. I appreciate that. Anybody have any extra questions or anything like that? Let me know because I do have a client consultation I got to get to in about five, 10 minutes. So I will answer questions up until then. I appreciate you, motherfuckers, and thank you very much. Yes, we're all here, product two forever. <laughs> I, I pretty much I can imagine that. Uh, I think I may have to get off Nomo for a couple of weeks. I've noticed I haven't been eating enough and getting too full too quickly. For people that don't need to lose a lot of weight, it, I mean, it, you got to be very mindful. I, uh, it, Jillian, uh, I would suggest you absolutely go towards, uh, uh, you, know, you know, do what, do what Amanda Wilson did and lower your doses to two instead of three and see if that helps out a little bit. Um, it'll make it last a little bit longer. And I really think that like, if you want to get off of it, just make sure that you uh, are mindful with your foods, or if you want to stay on the full dosage, then you can just make sure you set timers to eat. And it helps you very much control, uh, your protein focused uh, forward diet. So, but, and you can, and Jillian, you can reach out to me uh, on the app and ask me questions. So uh, you, you are, you are the moderator here. It gets special, special uh, compensation. Uh, I'm vegetarian. And I've always appreciated your perspective, Alan. I thank you very much. Um, Jillian, I just reduced mine to two to three. That works. Uh, I can't wait for product two. Ember and no morbidity have been amazing. Ember and no morbidity and product two together are ridiculous. It's ridiculous, ridiculous. Like I ate, I ate some roast with pickled onions and some chili yesterday. That's it. 
That's all. Um, it's fucking amazing. Anyway, uh, for a smaller frame woman, that's pretty common to reduce supplement dosage. I agree. And Rachel D, I have mine for, uh, I've had mine for three days. I'm a binge eater and food addict. I'm still currently having cravings, but it is far more manageable. It's wonderful. I'm very happy to hear that. Very, very happy to hear that. And for those of you uh, that are still having issues with food intake, binge eating disorder, even just healthier habits, uh, there is, again, the link to our coach. And we did have a, a person or two sign up just recently uh, from this live. So I'm going to get to them right now and set them up. And I'm going to let all of you motherfuckers go. I'll be back in like fucking less than an hour. So I hope to see you all then if you can join. If not, I will see you tomorrow at some point in time. And I want to tell everybody that if you join the app right now, if you go in the links in the comments, description, description below, and you join just uh, just join the app to join the Hunger Management Support Group and get live pre-recorded classes, Crystal is going to be going on a walk with people at about noon, uh, right on the treadmill, right on the app. You can, if you sign up, we'll send you the link for it right away. But also, uh, people, uh, you, there is a class called Strength Endurance tonight that my wife teaches. She developed that I'm going to be at. It's an amazing class. I hope all of you have a very good day. And if you can't make it back for the 11 o'clock one, please do come back and watch it later. But also, please go watch my video yesterday about the idea behind binge eating and why it's so prevalent in our society that talks about ultra processed foods. Share that video. I really think that that message needs to get out to a great degree. And I would appreciate your guys' help. Thank you very much. I hope to see you soon. God damn.